Hello, and welcome to The Low Season, a podcast about tour guides navigating a pandemic. I'm Wouter Bernhardt, currently unemployed. I'm Wouter Bernhardt. I am Wouter Bernhardt, currently unemployed, but my guest today, surprise, surprise, is not. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange situation, and I, I would like to kind of, as a disclaimer, state that I, I really don't take for granted how lucky I am. Pip Roper, everybody. Guide extraordinaire in Berlin for almost seven years, but this year is going to look very different. I didn't know it was going to be, I didn't know my last tour was my last tour. I thought it'd be interesting to talk with somebody that fell out of love with tour guiding and chose a different career path. And, and you know, who knows, I'm still going to be taking, I'm, you know, visitors around and thinking that I know more than everyone else about tanks and where Hitler is today. I bring you Pip Roper. How are you doing, Pip? I'm fine. You know, um, I'm I'm fine. I, I think it's a weird thing, isn't it? To constantly just be like, I just, I wish I had more, you know, words for weird because it's just weird. So I feel like I had, I wish I had more to say, but I feel like with everyone, everyone's just like, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird. I was yesterday, I was, I was walking, we were, we're going to do groceries and we now do groceries once a week. We are budgeting, we are getting our groceries on Thursday or Friday and then doing them for the week. And um, we we are walking outside and like in if you if you would just put somebody out on the street, it's difficult to say that something is actually up. Like people are just out there, they're buying stuff, they're going to the market, they're hanging out with each other. It's not immediately clear that shit is going down. No. <laughs> but it's still... I felt really weird yesterday. I felt like walking around and I have these kind of days, sometimes a bit more often than others, but yesterday everything seems normal, but still I felt not at ease at all. I think we might be hitting that point collectively. Um, maybe some people hit it earlier than others, but I do think there's kind of, yeah, I've been quite distracted because I've been uh, surprisingly busy. Um, but yeah, I do think that we're going to get to a point where the novelty is really going to start to wear off. And and yeah, I know what you mean. There is a constant a constant sense of unease. I'm I'm someone who has a general kind of anxiety anyway. So so <laughs> to be honest, you're just like, is this different? Is it just like turned up one more, one notch more, or am I actually better equipped to deal with this than other people? I don't know. How how do you find the the isolation bit of it all. I find that I'm very lucky with the isolation because I live with a nice man. That's good, that isn't I like. it? I like him. It's fine. <laughs> he cooks dinner every mm. day, yeah. and um, uh, and he's fine. I so I do. I don't take that for granted. I I I understand. You know, I'm. You know, I'd much rather be in with a nice man or alone than with an asshole. Um. Uh, which I unfortunately think is the case for many people, but um, but yeah. So I find I feel I feel quite lucky in that the isolation. I don't know though. I I it's hard to tell whether or not I'm a an extroverted introvert or an introverted extrovert, whatever. And actually, oh, actually, I'd be okay if I was on my own. I don't know. Mm. Um, but I I do find that generally, I'm a uh, well. The thing is, I'm a chronically lazy woman, uh, and I find that I. You know, I do enjoy a good night out. I do enjoy going out. I love a good dance. Um, but like once in a while, 
like I do I definitely have friends who I'm like oh god they need to be out and they need to be like seeing people lots of different people whereas I'm like I've got a few people and everyone else well take or leave it yeah no I, I get that um I also en enjoy being at home though it would have been nice if it was not so enforced and with that I mean both from the employment perspective as the actual quarantining perspective you have you have uh, how, how have you been sort of dealing with all of that because you're you're in a slightly different position than i think a lot of the people that i talk to in the respect that you actually have work to do i i do yeah i yeah it's a bit of a strange situation and i i would like to kind of <laughs> As a disclaimer, state that I I really don't take for granted how lucky I am in that I actually I actually signed a contract for a, for a new job um uh about uh about two weeks ago now um I was in the process of getting it or, or I was going through quite a long interview process it felt long anyway um way before you know we really kind of knew what was going to go on with guiding and with 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 um the virus and. Then it all of a sudden kind of like, I just, yeah, I just, I signed this contract basically the day before I would have had to have applied for, you know, like the packages, you know, to, to get, to get some financial aid. And, um, I, I don't, I really don't take that for granted. And I really know that my problems are kind of extremely minimal in comparison to many other people around the world right now. But I, it, it felt, it's felt very sad and very strange not to really have any closure about it at the same time. Um, you know, if what, it, what do you mean? Just, just that, like, it's. I didn't know it was going to be. I didn't know my last tour was my last tour, um, and luckily it was nice. And I, I've, I've kind of pinpointed it in my, my mind, to be like, oh, that was it. You know, that was, that was. And, and you know, who knows? I'm still going to be taking. I'm, you know, visitors around and thinking that I know more than everyone else about tanks, and where Hitler is today you know <laughs> so <laughs> where he definitely is still so um so yeah it's a bit of a it is a bit of a strange thing and again it's not really a big problem but at the same time it felt kind of sad not to be able to have a little bit of closure and also like tell people like a lot of a lot of my guiding colleagues I I not that not that it's particularly freaking important whether or not I have a job or not but you know to say like oh actually I'm, I'm not going to be guided anymore um and and yeah, to say like, to say kind of goodbye. And the thing, the beautiful thing about a lot of the people that we work with is that they are wonderful people and that there's a community of guides that lasts even when you're not guiding, you know, that that kind of uh, camaraderie. So, so yeah, if I could actually take a moment to say hello to everyone and kind of goodbye to everyone and that as we, we're still, we're going to be okay. That would, that would be quite nice. I would like to kind of say that and see you for a drink on the other side. Well, and with that, that was Pip Roper. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bye, <laughs> Pip out. <laughs> Bye, bitches. I got a job. <laughs> no, but I can, I can imagine like it's, it, it must feel, uh, yeah, I don't know, slightly uncomfortable because I think nobody, no, nobody will, will sort of, um, will not want you to have this job. But at the same time, everybody was so panicky in the first couple of weeks that it must have felt like, were, were you feeling like a bit guilty or something? Like, oh my God, I've got this job. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I, I did feel a bit guilty. I also, um, typical me in that I tend to be quite prepared about some things and, and not in others, because if I hadn't gotten that job, I would have been screwed. 
<laughs> because like I am terrified of bureaucracy and I will quite happily just slide into poverty before I have to go through the the rigmarole of filling out forms. Um, but then I re- I've spoken to guides who said, oh, you know, these this kind of process was was quite was quite straightforward. And I know that actually, if I'd have had to, there would have been quite a few people who would have taken me by, me by the hand if I if I was panicked and said come on you silly cow like you need to do this 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 and this and I would have been able to do it because again we the guided community is is full of great people and you um you said that you did your last tour um were you expecting to sort of do your last tour sort of without the crisis and I can how 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 long have you been a guide how, how have you been looking forward to I think what I want to ask is like, were you a bit done with guiding? What what was their whole reason for for shifting to another job? Yeah, so yeah, I was actually as much as like I'm kind of um, I tend to be a bit like rose tinted glasses, and I'm like, oh my god, it was amazing all the time. And I admit, last summer I was I was feeling quite fed up, and I I don't know, I just I just gotten to I think for me anyway and i think this is different for every guide so so i really don't you know i really don't want to generalize because i know some guides do do this for much longer find a lot of fulfillment in it and maintain a very high level of you know kind of keeping themselves engaged with the topic and i felt like i i felt a little bit burned out actually i felt like i I just wasn't feeling as passionate anymore i was starting to feel a bit fed up with um some of the types of of tours we were getting you know like and I don't know you know I I really and I feel a bit like the coronavirus is kind of like in some weird sick way throwing this into relief like you know I, I kind of resented that you know you'd get people coming on tours who'd spent a lot of money and spent a lot of their carbon footprint to come and just not care that they were in the city and that was starting to kind of really it really gets to you I think in the summer because that's when I think you get tourists like that quite often so yeah by last year I kind of felt I just I just felt a bit like I just um I actually I went home last year into the UK and I went to see a very my oldest friend and um I wouldn't usually get upset but I I don't know I was just getting a bit fed up and I was talking to her about the job and then I was just crying and she was like oh God, you know, and, and she's, she was talking to me, she works in the NHS, um, you know, she's someone I, I worry greatly about right now. Um, and she said, well, you know, you don't really have a mentor, do you, when you're self-employed? You know, she said, for me in my career, um, I have like, there's quite a few mentors that I, ha- I have had and have helped me develop in that way. And I think we, we we're kind of our own mentors when we're tour guides and we're each other's mentors for sure um but i think i think for myself personally i just that kind of drove home to me and i felt a bit like yeah I've, there are things that i want to explore and i personally don't feel that i'll i'll be able to do them if i stick if i stick with this and i wanted to be in a structure where i could be kind of trying to to maybe make a project and it's hard right sometimes you know being a guide is fantastic and we yeah we have this camaraderie but we don't actually see each other we see each other kind of socially um which is great and we do see each other for meetings and that kind of thing and i definitely could have engaged more in a lot more meetings i guess but at the same time you know you're out on the street and it's like oh god i haven't seen you in ages hi how are you doing like and um and then you don't see someone for a while so it's i kind of 
wanted the experience of maybe working on a project with some people and that being the job uh, and creating something as as a project and and yeah so I was I started to kind of look and then um it kind of just fell into place and and I found this this position and 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 then all this shit happened <laughs> and um and again yeah I'm, I'm I'm very I feel very very lucky um it's it must be a bit weird that well you you got this position and I don't know are you now in home office are you with colleagues or how does that work yeah I am in home office um which is really funny because like um I am in home office but it's a it's a tech startup and there's quite if there's quite a lot more um you have to answer a lot of messages and a lot of emails and there's a lot of like goal setting you know like throughout the week um you know like where are you with this goal that you set earlier in the week and um and that's great <laughs> um but you know for a long time my like my my biggest goal was like oh can i get another wash out of that shampoo or you know how long can i you know like or you know maybe an email here and there so it's quite different and it's very different pace wise and i'm also trying to teach this class remotely which is new i've never done that before um so it's been very very busy in a way that i know for some people it hasn't been um and it's just it's just very hard, isn't it? Right. I, I saw a really good Twitter thread from a, a an academic who was saying like to other academics in a very specific environment, like, look, you know, you're it's hard to deal with massive crises and be like, oh, yeah, but I'm just at home concentrating on my work. It does interfere with your concentration and it will do. I've been saying the same to my niece who is in her who was in her final year of high school and it, high school just ended for her. And I think that that must be so hard. And I don't, I don't know that she particularly loved high school, but even even for some a kid that doesn't really, or you know, is maybe a bit ambivalent, that all of a sudden it's over and you don't have the closure of of where you've been going for God knows how many years, you know. So, um, so yeah, like again, I, I just come back to it's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I think we'll have a couple more weeks of that uh, for sure. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. I, I I'm very curious to see where, um, the industry itself is gonna be. Maybe in a couple of months or maybe a year from now. But also, of course, most of all, I'm gonna. I'm very interested to see where all of us guides are gonna be. You know, what well, what are we gonna do? Are people are just gonna wait it out? I mean, I was speaking to some people just like said, I'll just uh, read some books, study a bit, and then when it comes back, I'll be ready. You know. And then there's people who don't want to do that, who sort of see the writing on the wall and think I'd rather focus on learning a new skill or a new trade or something like that. And and then there's people who don't know, has no, no idea yet and are still all trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it? It's, it's quite, I mean, I guess, I think we're probably still quite early, even though in the, in the, in the new world order. <laughs> and um, it, it's quite difficult to tell how people yeah you know and i i think as well i i think you know and good for I, i've spoken to friends who have always had like you know jobs where they have been very busy in offices and that kind of thing and for us as guides quite often and for me myself being self-employed i was not one of those guards who was like i'm gonna i've worked you know 20 days in a row and, da, da, da. and i didn't do that <laughs> it was like you know i definitely took it easy over the winter and i it took me a long time to train myself not to feel guilty about having downtime or 
because but it, I've I've gotten a lot better at realizing like no I don't anyone I don't owe anyone shit I don't make a lot of money I make enough to survive I don't like you know and and I t- I'm I appreciate the time that I have when I have it off I do think that there's a certain I always found in Britain anyway that there was this kind of culture of like are you working I mean you really should be working you know just f- for even if you were getting crap money and no respect but um. So yeah, I, I was I I've always kind of felt okay with like the not working thing, and I think I recognise that in some colleagues who were like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing anything, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. you you don't we don't know what's going to happen, and you know, it's okay to not be doing anything. And yeah, as you say, I think it it's um it's an interesting thought. It is a, it's a it's a quite a, an intimidating thought to think about where the industry will be in in a few you know, in a few months time, in a year's time. But like, I've been saying to a lot of people, I've, I feel extremely positive about guiding and tourism in Berlin in particular and uh, for the future. And I know, and, in, and yes, I'm in a privileged position because I'm not in it and I'm not relying on it. And I understand that. But at the same time, I just think that the guiding community in Berlin is too good at what it does for, and it's, it is too, it is too good at what it does for, people not to come back and maybe they'll come back in different ways maybe the tours will be offered in different ways but you know just you know I I I do I feel extremely proud of like the time that I had as a guide and I feel extremely proud of the fact that like we could go out there and give a four-hour tour you know I went to Madrid recently and we did a two-hour tour and it was really nice um and I was a bit like oh two hours geez oh can't be bothered <laughs> when, when we ask people to do like four to six hours but you know and I have had people come on tours be like oh god four hours and I'm like yeah but by the end they're like oh wow that was that was great and that's not because of necessarily me although I, I took a lot of pride in, in being a, a good guide it's also because of the material it's also because Berlin is undoubtedly the best place in the world to be a tour guide especially when you're talking about the 20th century you can get it all in you you can talk about the cold war you can be talking about vietnam and korea you know through through the through the lens of of berlin you can be talking about the holocaust you can be talking about the rise and fall of empire you can talk about it all and that's why it's it's such a great place for you know i really did something i do miss now is school groups i did love taking school groups i did really enjoy that because they really you could see that they were learning quite a lot by being in the environment in a way that they might not if they were in a classroom well, Pippa, I want to thank you so much for talking to me and uh, sharing your own thoughts and 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 yeah, your own experiences of what's going on at the moment. Um, I wish you all the best with your new position. Um, I I hope it goes exactly the way you planned it, and I hope you will have some more, well, sorts of social interaction with your colleagues as well, so that you can really work on that project together. Um, and maybe we can uh, yeah chat in the future again. Well, yeah, it was it was a pleasure to talk to you. Um, just. Much love to everybody. Stay safe and uh, it's going to be all right. Thanks, Pip. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Pip Roper with a good handle on the concept of downtime. So Pip is not going to guide anymore, or at least not in the same capacity, mostly because she wanted to be part of a team. And I do get how being a tour guide can be a solitary occupation. It's very social. You're around people all the time and still you're completely on your own out there, creating and delivering all the content by yourself. And I think that's what many guides love about the job as well. Not having somebody look over your shoulder all the time, be your own boss and take all the credit, of course. But that also means that tour guiding is not for everybody or maybe not for everybody all of the time. 
it can be hard not receiving any feedback from your peers. And I do sometimes miss the teamwork, the inspiration you get from thinking together and building something that is bigger than just you and yourself. Pip has a podcast of her own that she makes with Izan Choksi, who we heard of in a previous episode. It's called Sistrionics, a show about hard-hitting issues with occasional reference to Donatella Versace, the correct way to urinate in a public toilet whilst wearing a jumpsuit, and of course, the eventual defeat of the patriarchy. Sistrionics, you can find more about it in the show notes. Tomorrow we're back with a new guest. I present to you Lizzie Mason. The idea that you get an applause at the end, it's, it's that kind of small validation of having that human interaction that um that says you know what okay i've done something good i've done something that has brought fulfillment the low season is produced by me i'm Wouter bernhardt music is by mark schilders artwork is by sergio mabrias georgia Briungu is the butter in the biscuit speak soon my friends And with that, that was Pip Roper. No. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. Pip out. (laughs) Bye, bitches.